History Matters. We are joined on this historic day by historian extraordinaire Scott Washington to look back on this week in history. Good morning. Yeah, How are you? Every day is historic in its own way when yes. you look back on it and you say, oh, yes, if only I was there. Well, we are here. So, um, yeah, this one, uh, this week, uh, you know, with all the different things uh, uh, coming up um, in history, uh, one that comes up, uh, kind of a theme is, Ordinary people who do extraordinary things. All right. And this one uh, is about a, uh, the first one I want to talk about is 1849, May 22nd, a patent is issued to this individual um, who uh, had traveled down the Mississippi. Uh, his boat uh, got uh, lodged in a sandbar and so observed uh, what the captain did was to put empty barrels underneath the, boy, the boat to buoy it up a little bit to get it over that. And began thinking about this as a common problem uh, with the Mississippi uh, silting up at different points. And so came up with an idea of how about bellows underneath the boat that could be inflated to lift it up, get it over these shoals. Now, this is a really, it has never actually been used per se in modern equipment except for salvaging. They have used this sometimes to raise sunken vessels. Some years ago, there was a, uh, a boat uh, near Italy that crashed on the rocks, sank, and they used something like this to lift it. It wasn't the same. But the person who came up with this actually got a patent, and he would later become the president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. Oh, wow. But this was before he became president. But he was This is the thing solving. that launched him to fame and fortune. <laughs> well, he, he liked the patent system. He liked the idea that he could maybe benefit from it. He never did. Mm. Uh, and the only president who actually has that uh, in his background. Interesting. But it's interesting. It's about, you know, I like to see how not only create, creativity is at action, entrepreneurial uh, forces are at work, but somebody trying to solve problems. Yeah. And uh, I, I kind of like this. Another one like this is a woman whose birthday is this week, uh, born in 1907. Um, and I won't tell her, you her name quite yet, because uh, I like the rest of the story <laughs> approach to history matters this That's week. Right. There was a guy. I'm not going to tell you his name. He invented a thing. <laughs> Rocking chair, uh, and he uh, and she uh, was a really, really brilliant writer, and um, quite good. And especially her her knack is marine biology. Um, she begins to write, the, the government hires her, she's writing, and that's probably what we would have heard, and nothing more, except that she had an act for this, and then she saw something happen at the, around uh, 1959. Um, she began to be aware of how pesticides were making a difference in ecological systems. She comes out with a book in 1962 uh, that is credited almost with launching the modern uh, environmental movement. And of course, her name is Rachel Carson. Silent, Silent Spring. Spring. That's right. Now, she uh, only lives in 1964, unfortunately, but her idea of saying there is a link, and you know, you think of global warming and climate change, a lot of it is about pollution yeah. <laughs> and the effects, and how can we reduce that? And she's one of the first to say not only about pollution, but specifically impacts on ecological systems, thinking mm. system wise 
And uh, to say that runoff, it affects people. We kind of had to shift our, our thinking in the last couple of decades, because with, with Silent yeah. Spring and, and things like that, like the early environmental movement, we were thinking about what we were doing to the plants and the animals right. and the soil and what we were doing on the ground, on right. the earth. And now we're thinking about what we're doing to the air and to the atmosphere. Yeah. That that was that was a shift that we've had to, to think about over time, but very much that's the right. same thing. Like, what are we putting out there that's damaging the system? Around that's us? right, and yeah. that makes a difference. Uh, and another person who shares a birthday this week is um, Dorothea Lang, of course, who is the great uh, writer. I mean, the photographer, born in 1895, uh, best known for her uh, photographs during the Great Depression. Yep. But you know, she was not a person with a born with a, a silver spoon. Um, she had polio, and she did not have a camera right from the start, but she was really good at observing people and also making connections, which I think comes across in her powerful photographs is that she uh, gets people to reveal themselves and establish a comfort level. And, and sometimes we need those people who are just documenting what's going on. It shifts the conversation because if we have the information, we can then make choices. Yep. And I think that's another one. And the, the other one that comes up this week, if we have time for one more. Two or, more. Two more. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jesse Owens. I got Tina Turner songs to play. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, uh, and this happens in 1935. Now, 1936, we remember Jesse Owens at the 1936 uh, Olympics mm. in Germany. Uh, but in 1935... Um, it, it's sometimes on, and it's actually on uh, uh, today, May 25th, 1935, there is a Big Ten championship in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes called the greatest 45 minutes in sports because within the span of 45 minutes, Jesse Owens ties a world record uh, for a 100-yard dash and then sets world records for a broad jump, 220-yard dash, and the 220-yard low hurdles. Imagine that happening at a college <laughs> tournament. <laughs> yes, incredible. Oh. Just amazing. Like, who is this guy? Um, and uh, he just comes out of almost nowhere, uh, not really, but when he gets to Germany, uh, the, of course, the Germans are surprised. <laughs> they shouldn't have been. Mm. Um, it, it takes him a long time to get the recognition he deserves later in his life mm. uh, because of civil rights, basically, that eventually uh, he does, and he becomes that spokesman, that elder spokesman that we all recognize today. Speaking with uh, Scott Washington, History Matters, uh, wrapping up with one more. What do we got? Okay. Uh, the last one uh, that I would probably uh, mention is uh, on May 23rd, bifocals are invented by... Benjamin Franklin, and an 1829, an accordion patent is granted to a fellow Cyril Dimian in Vienna, Austria. Now, I don't know if people like accordion music or not. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and I don't Weird know. Weird Al is one of my favorite concerts that go. I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. But these are small things that people were making a difference. At ordinary folks, I think bifocals was probably one of the greatest inventions. Like, I need sure. something I can see close and I can see far. But neither Ben Franklin nor uh, Cyril Demian became president. That's just a Lincoln <laughs> thing. Right? That's right. Is that a trivia question for today? <laughs> <laughs> Who wasn't president of this list? <laughs> and that is uh, History Matters. As always, Scott Washington, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone.